You're listening to the Paradigms Perspectives Podcast. Have you ever wondered, there has to be a better way to achieve my dreams and to achieve my goals and do it in half the time and half the stress? Well, that's exactly what we do on the Paradigms Perspectives Podcast. We give you tools, strategies, resources, insights, and different perspectives on different areas of your life. We also cover current events that are going on in the world as well to help you achieve those dreams and goals and half the time we have to stress. On behalf of the Paradise of Perspectives podcast, I would like to say thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Paradise of Perspectives podcast. And today, I want to talk about the interesting subject, which is failure. Yes, failure. But I want to talk about failure from a context in which you may not have heard about, or you may have heard it in this context, but you haven't heard it in a while. So this could be your first time hearing it, or this could be a refresher. But I want to talk about failure from uh, this perspective or from this vantage point. So let's get right into it, right? So the title of today's podcast is Failure is Statistical. That's right. Failure is Statistical. What I mean by that? First, let's define define failure in this context. Failure, quote-unquote, is just a statistical event that occurred. I'll say that one more time. Failure is just a statistical event that occurred. That is all it is. It is not an attack on you personally. It is not an attack on your character. It is just a statistical event that occurred. That's it. And I think it was uh, Jim Rohn that said this, or this quote might have just been, uh, based on something that Jim Rohn said, but Jim Rohn said something to the long the lines of, "Failure is just a few wrong errors in judgment." I'll say that one more time. Jim Rohn said that failure is just a few wrong errors in judgment, which is kind of similar to what I just said about it being a statistical event that occurred. It's not a, an attack on you personally. It's not an attack on you mentally. It is just based on the performance or the results or the execution that you perform on that day or at that given time. That's all failure is. So we really need to reframe. Uh, we really need to reframe failure. And then uh, later on, uh, in this podcast episode, I'll talk about some of the things that make us feel this way and how we need to uh, avoid or manage these things so that we don't blow failure out of proportion and make it more grandiose than what it really is. Next thing I want to say about failure is there is always knowledge and lessons in failure. Yes, there is always knowledge and lessons in quote unquote failure. As Master P has famously said, a L is not a loss, it's a lesson. 
I'll say that again. As Master P once said or continues to say, uh, L is not a loss, it's a lesson. Because in that loss or in that failure, there's things that you can learn from it. There's, like I said, there's knowledge, there's lessons. But if you're not looking for that, but that's also if you're focused on improvement, if you're focused on uh, getting better and making progress, then you can go back and see that. Like for me personally, when I wrote my first book, it's not going to be my greatest work. It was my first time writing a book. I had no reference point. I had no guide on how I should write it. So I wrote it very basic and very understandable for people to understand. There's not a lot of complex concepts or topics in there. And like I said, it was it was written with basic sim, uh, sentence structure because I knew I was going to have to edit it as well. Now, I like to sometimes joke around and say it was a failure, but it really wasn't a failure per se, like the actual book itself, because it actually got published. Um, as my mentor, uh, Rita Pender, said, she said, don't call it a failure. And the only reason I had at one point in time called it a failure was because my marketing plan was terrible. I can be 100% transparent with that. My marketing plan was terrible. But that was also because there's a lot of things I did not know. So now that I know, and there's lessons, and I can think about ways that I can market my future books better, uh, but, yeah, really, it was just that my marketing plan was terrible. So I had failed in marketing, but that doesn't mean I was a failure as an author. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was one of the lessons uh, that I learned um, throughout that quote-unquote failure. One of the most famous failures that I like to think of is the Fire Phone, you know, uh, with Amazon, with Jeff Bezos. You know, they created a Fire Phone. And they experienced over a $100 million loss on the production, marketing, everything for the Fire Phone. So once the Fire Phone was made and, you know, they tried to compete with Apple and the iPhone and other phones uh, that was in the uh, phone technology market, they bombed. They failed. But what it gave birth to was a huge, massive success in Alexa. The Alexa technology was the knowledge, was the lesson, was the success in the in the failure of the Fire Phone. And Jeff Bezos said in previous interviews that if they would have not failed with that Fire Phone, there would be no Alexa. And Amazon makes over $12 billion plus that's right. They make $12 billion plus from Alexa every single year. So you can see how this quote-unquote failure, like, it turned into a success. And even when I look back on my career with certain things, where I might have applied for certain jobs and I didn't get it, or certain things happened to me in my career, and I look back on it, i like, oh, that was a failure. Was it really, though? Because every time that I've, quote unquote, failed, I've always came back stronger. You know, and even with the recent pandemic, 
uh, I had to make some serious adjustments and overcome some serious challenges. But now I'm on the combat trip. And now I can see how I'm going to do things uh, even better than I have before. So, um, yeah, you know, so like I said, there's always knowledge and lessons uh, and failure. Like, even with this podcast, you know, I'm on season five. Like, comparing me from now with season five to season one, but I didn't really know a lot of different things. I didn't know how to buy corn, about different things. But now I found my rhythm. You know, so some of the the failures or the knowledge and the lessons that I learned, even from recording this podcast in season one, is now making uh, the podcast better in season five. And you know, I've been getting uh, good recommendations and feedback from. Uh, a couple of people on LinkedIn about how, you know, the progression of my podcast, which this was supposed to start out as a hobby. You know, this was supposed to start out as a hobby. I didn't expect this podcast to be so successful. This was supposed to be a hobby. And I was going in with the anticipation or the knowledge of, okay, well, if this quote-unquote fails or whatever, and this is a great experience. I, you know, I had fun with it. But like I said, I didn't think it was going to be the success uh, that it is. And and really, I'm just getting really, I'm just getting started. Really, like even though I'm in season five, like I'm really just getting started. Like it hasn't even really began yet. Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm still just getting started. So um, I just wanted to say all that to say that. Uh, to give you some practical examples that, you know, when it comes to quote-unquote failure, it really is just knowledge and lessons that you can use as a foundation to your next level of success. Okay, so let's get right into it, right? This is the meat and the potatoes of the episode, right? When someone feels like a failure, especially men, there's a combination of things that make them feel that way. Like I said, Failure is just a statistical event. It is not an attack on a, on your character or who you are personally as an individual. But uh, these things that I'm about to share with you, these are what make people feel that way. Keyword, it's a feeling. It's not a fact. It's not absolute. This is just what makes us feel this way. Number one, and most important, uh, when people feel like a failure, is really because of the paradigm, really. And uh, for those of you who are not uh, familiar with uh, my five paradigms, which was the source material for creating the Paradigms of Perspectives podcast, uh, which is, uh, like I said, rooted in Bob Proctor and his paradigm shifts uh, from the 80s. But I believe that there are five paradigms. There's fear. There's survival. There's limited there's risk and reward, and then there's abundance, right? So when I say lower-level paradigms, right, when you feel like a failure, this primarily holds true on the lower two levels of the paradigm, which is fear and survival, right? So when you're in fear, 
And when you're in survival, as far as it relates to the paradigms, that is why you feel like a failure. It's because you're on the lower rung of the paradigms. Now, you just need to have a paradigm shift. But you're not wanting to have a paradigm shift because of two things. Number one, the unknown. And then number two, uh, embarking on the journey. So let's talk about those. Number one, unknown. So all you have known up until this point is fear and survival. You haven't had a paradigm shift yet, or you haven't had a paradigm shift that remained or that stuck with you. So what wind up happening is, is that because it's unknown, because it's unfamiliar to you, it's novel. And you don't have no contextual reference. You don't have any reference points. You don't have any recall points. It's not a part of your memory bank. And it's unknown, so you're afraid. Because you really don't know if it's really going to work out the way you want it to. So because it's unknown and you're uncertain and you're using the reference and the memory bank that you currently have, it makes you a little hesitant. It makes you a little resistant, which anchors in the second thing, which is embarking on the journey. So you have this cloud of unknown hanging over your head or hanging over your vision. But then now you have this journey that you need to go on, this paradigm shift that you need to go on to really even anchor starting you um, on the longer journey. So the paradigm shift is the first step in the longer journey, but the paradigm shift in itself has its own journey that you need to go to in order for you to even change the paradigm which will eventually change your journey, change your experience, and change your results. So, yes, uh, lower-level paradigm levels is the number one reason why, or it's the root cause of why a lot of people uh, feel like failures. Another component that affects failure is entitlement. Yes, entitlement. I talk about this all the time especially with entitlement being the number one reason why most goals go unfulfilled. I'll say that one more time. Entitlement is the number one reason why most goals go unfulfilled. So just imagine it. You fail. As I said, it's just a statistical event, as I previously mentioned, right? So you fail. And then if you had entitlement, this is especially going to make you feel some way. This is definitely going to make you feel very emotional because, number one, you felt entitled from the beginning. Then you, quote-unquote, fail. So this is just really going to make you more angry and more stressed, and it's really going to have an effect on your health and what you're achieving and your motivation and everything else because, like I said, you feel entitled, and then your failure, quote-unquote, is just going to enhance or enforce the entitlement. So you try something, you fail, now you're even more entitled to it because you want it even more because it's not the way you envision. 
or it didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen. So, yes, entitlement and failure, they have a very uh, powerful relationship uh, with one another. And sometimes it's not always good. Going along with uh, failure and entitlement is impatience, which impatience is the number two reason why most goals go unfulfilled. That's right. Impatience is the number two reason why most goals go unfulfilled. So it's getting real tricky right now. It's getting real dangerous when you have failure, low paradigm, entitlement, and impatience. It really becomes really hard to really achieve anything at all. And then not only that, something great, but kind of reinforcing what I just talked about in the entitlement segment, which is that when you quote unquote fail, you become even more impatient to the point that the achievement becomes so insatiable where you feel like you have to have it. Not that you want to have it, you have to have it. So it goes from being a want to a dire need, which goes uh, along with my six degrees of ambition, where now it goes from being interested into it to now it's a desire. It's burning. Like, you just got to have it. But failure can also anchor um, impatience, too, because it can make you uh, more impatient, which delays results. And a very big one, which is stress. Stress is the granddaddy of them all, uh, which anchors all of this stuff. People are stressed out at an all-time rate. Stress, anxiety, depression are high right now. And it's something that definitely needs to be addressed, which is why, you know, mental health is, you know, one of the top subjects of conversation in today's society. But, yeah, when you quote-unquote fail, it's the same thing. You get stressed out, you start to overthink, you become impatient, you're entitled. Like It's just a whole concoction of negative experiences when you're stressed out and um, when you quote-unquote fail. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's not a good experience to have. And security which is something that can really, really get exposed. When you fail, I know in the past when I failed, like my insecurities would show dramatically. And I know it's like that for a lot of people. Too. And that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of people are really afraid of failure is because of the insecurity. You know, the cream rises to the top in the sense that this insecurity would be so evident it would just be so hard to hide because it's, it's exposed it's, it's out in the open and this is something that failure really really has a huge impact and influence on it's our insecurity but also this also because you know it comes from the upcoming segments as well but yes insecurity um and failure, they definitely um, impact one another. Pride 
It is once said that pride comes before the fall. And failure has a relationship with pride as well. I mean, when you fail, and especially if you fail bad, big and bad, like, your pride really gets hurt. Like, it really, really does. Which also goes into your ego, too. So, pride and ego. Pride, ego, insecurity, that trio is dangerous when it comes to failure. Yes. And that's really the the main three things that really get damaged or they get hurt or that come to the forefront is your insecurity, your pride, and your ego. Now, it's one thing when you fail, okay, yeah, you got entitlement, you got impatience, you stress. Those are more like the subconscious things. Those are the things that's uh, in the background type of things. But the roots are the insecurity, the pride, and the ego. That is really where it's at when it comes to failure, right? It, it really is it, it's, it's damaging. It really is uh, damaging. So, yes, pride and ego are one of the worst mixtures and concoctions uh, in chemical reactions when failure is involved. Two more deep-rooted um, things that definitely impacts failure. And like I said, I talked about this on a previous podcast episode, and I went deep into explaining how this trio really works. But along with insecurity, pride, and ego is the inadequacy and incompetence. Yes, inadequacy and incompetence. Like I said, this uh, Pentagon being insecurity, pride, ego, inadequacy, and incompetence is second to none. That's it. You want to talk about, or I should call this the failure, the the failure pentagon is that. But in this segment, I already want to talk about inadequacy, right? Uh, You feel like you're inadequate, like you feel like you're not enough. You take it personal. You feel like you're a quote-unquote failure is a representation of who you are. Like, it's your identity. Like, it is you. When it's not you, it's just the performance and the results that was given when you attempted execution, when you attempted action. That's what all it is. Now, incompetence, uh, which comes first, because if once you feel incompetent, then the inadequacy will show up. So it's like the incompetence is a shield, but the inadequacy is the like your true essence, your true nature. So your shield, your incompetence is trying to protect you. But when you get exposed for being incompetent, a one of the direct results or a byproduct of that is, okay, well, because I feel incompetent, now I feel inadequate. Now I feel like I don't matter. But that's usually because of the identity is because you take it personal. You can understand, like I said in the beginning, that you know failure is just a statistical event that occurred. It's not a true essence or a true nature of who you are as a person. It's just the results and the performance that you display at a specific given time that has occurred. 
that can, you know, uh, that can be fixed. But what can help out the two things that can solve all of these previous major issues, which are the, your paradigm level, the entitlement, the impatience, the stress, the insecurities, the pride, the ego, the inadequacy, and the incompetency. The two things that's a remedy that can fix both of these is number one, a paradigm shift, and then number two is competency. Like I always say, competency comes before compensation. If you increase your competency, you will be able to wipe out or manage most of these things. It'll really help. A lot of people don't want to do the work. This is also where the six degrees of ambition comes in at. Because you need to commit. You need to dedicate or it needs to become a part of your lifestyle. Like, competency should be your thing. But it's always, well, how can I do the least amount of work and get the maximum results? And it doesn't always work out that way. Which then, you know, you want a quote unquote failing, failing, which these um, co conspirators wind up becoming evident or they have an impact on these things. And last but not least, comparison. Yes, comparison. Uh, we've all been there. I've been guilty of it as well. But yeah, when you quote unquote fail, uh, it's easy for you to want to compare yourself to others, which is a terrible thing to do. It is really atrocious, in my opinion, when we compare ourselves. And sometimes the comparison is fair and sometimes it's not fair. And here's what I mean, right? Fair comparison. In the sense that you're saying, hey, I'm at the same level as this person, right? Why did they get the result and I didn't? That's what I mean by a fair comparison. In the sense that like, you're at the same level and you're comparing each other at the same level. And you're wondering, why did it work for them and why did it not work for me? So... That can be a fair comparison or a false fair comparison. Now, the unfair comparison, which is the typical one, which is happens all the time, you're not at the same spot. You're usually comparing either their higher level of competency or they're a higher level in life or older than you in life as compared to where you're at. Simply put, you're comparing like your first five chapters to somebody that has written like 50 books already. And it's like, that's kind of unfair. It's kind of unreasonable too. And it's going to drive you nuts. It's going to drive you crazy. Because the competency level is completely different. They're at a completely different higher level. And you're at a lower level, which then that's really going to even enhance the entitlement and the impatience and the stress and the insecurity. Because you're comparing like your beginning to somebody's maturation 
I'll say that again. You're comparing your beginning to somebody's maturation. That's not an unfair comparison. This person has to be doing this longer than you. This person has more competency than you. This person understands pattern recognition better than you. So it's really kind of unfair to make that comparison. But like I said, we all guilty of it and, you know, uh, it happens. So those are the teammates of failure, should I say, and that when failure occurs, these are all the things that are the root causes of why people feel like failure, you know. You got a low-level paradigm. So, okay, now I feel like a failure. Uh, My entitlement. I wanted this to happen. It didn't happen that way. So, now I'm a failure. Impatience. Oh, well, you know, it didn't happen when I wanted it to happen. So, that means I'm a failure. No. You feeling some type of way about it. Oh, uh, you know... Failure happened, so now I'm stressed out. So now I'm a failure, but it's really deeply rooted in my stress. Oh, well, I failed at this, so now my insecurities are coming to light. Oh, I felt at this, so now, you know, my pride is hurt. But I got to try to hide it as best as I can. But my pride is hurt because I failed. My ego is hurt or bruised because I failed. Oh, well, I fail, so that means I'm inadequate. This is my law in life. This is my place in life. I can't do anything about it. Oh, I fail, so that means that I'm incompetent. It's never going to work out for me. I should just give up. What's the point? My life is never going to get better. This is just this is just my law in life. Oh, I fail, but, you know, Jill was able to make it to be successful. Or John was able to make you be successful. Or Jack was able to make you be successful. Or Jackie was able to make you become successful. Like, that's not a fair comparison. That's not even something you should be worried about. Like I said, you should be focused on, if you haven't already, having a paradigm shift and then more important number two, competency. Because when you increase your competency, uh, this will help you take care and manage uh, all of these quote-unquote failure feelings or failure emotions. This concludes today's episode. We hope you really enjoyed yourself and you learned something from this episode. We want you to take those insights and these strategies and the blueprint and go out and execute them so that you can achieve your dreams and your goals in half the time or half the stress. Once again, thank you for listening to the Paradigms of Perspectives podcast, and we look forward to seeing you in another episode.